You're listening to Once, episode 126, The New Neverland, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. We are so happy to have you listening to us and discussing <laughs> with us. And big thanks to the live chat room right now who's listening to us live Sunday nights at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time. For our initial reactions, we're going to be a bit all over the place in this episode because that's what the initial reactions are about. So let's get into this, though. I felt like at first... I was thinking, I went like through multiple phases with this episode. Yes. My first thought was, man, they really aren't doing too well on this episode. It's oh. slow. Oh, it's see, I knew people peaceful. would feel that way because it, I knew it had to be peaceful for a while. Yeah. But then that's where about halfway through the episode, I realized, no, wait a minute. We need this because we've had so much action, 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 action. We need a breath. The characters need a breath. So it's nice to slow down and see them trying to kind of get back into the pace. The fact that anything truly big happened in this episode is thanks to the fact that they planned the story in advance. If they were trying to – and this could have happened. They could have tried to tell this whole story they've told so far and plus next week's winter finale over 22 episodes. Oh. Do you know what that would have been like? We would have been wondering for at least three episodes if they were ever going to figure out that Henry wasn't himself and thinking they were all completely stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they they still are moving it along nice and quickly. But then the ending, we both felt the same thing. Yeah. I was surprised. Didn't see that one coming. I was truly... I didn't see the body switch coming, but this was like a real surprise. It feels like a real threat. So now the name, The New Neverland, makes sense. All I knew about this episode beforehand was the title. Yeah, I knew that too. I was I was surprised that they were arriving safely back in Storybrooke, kind of. I don't know now. Now that I think about it, I'm like, was my feeling influenced by knowing the title? <laughs> Not entirely, but maybe somewhat. Yeah, I thought we would get to see what Neverland would be like without Peter Pan. And apparently without all the Lost Boys and without the Shadow. So it'd be pretty boring. <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily think that. I just thought they'd all get trapped there and Pan would rule or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what they really think. I don't know how you can make Storybrooke the new Neverland. Well, let's talk about that since these are initial reactions. So we'll be all over the place and we can jump to the end. So they have the curse, which... I remember a couple times in the past thinking, what if the curse was curse could be cast again? But not really theorizing it a whole much because it just didn't make <laughs> <whole> sense. <laughs> well, there was a lot of bad grammar in that sense. It didn't quite make sense to me back then, so I didn't really think about it a lot. Yeah. But now it's like, whoa, this this could be bad. Well, you know what kept coming to my mind just in those few, those couple minutes that we knew what was starting to happen? What does he love most? 
I was thinking when he said why he brought Felix up there. <laughs> like, what? I don't get that sense. <laughs> that Well, I was thinking maybe he's planning to take Felix's heart. That would make Felix the thing he loves most, which he gives no indication of that. <laughs> or maybe he'll take her own, his own heart, the heart of the truest believer, since he's in Henry's body right now. That's true. He is walking around with that heart. And the chat room is going crazy right now. Don't kill Felix. (laughs) Nice name. Uh, Let's see. What else does he love? I don't think he loves anything but himself. Right. He loves being young, but... Maybe he'll still kill Henry or try to because he he loves himself and he can actually take his own heart Hmm. because he has a different one now Oh, and a different body. He can just rip his own heart out of his body... With Henry living inside of it, still killing Henry, and use his own heart, because that's what he loves the most. (laughs) True. Or maybe the Blue Fairy Shadow has something to do with this. (laughs) Wait, how do you mean? Are you being (laughs) facetious? No, I mean, maybe... Everybody blames the Blue Fairy for everything. (laughs) Yeah, someone in the chat room earlier was even trying to blame her own death on... The Blue Fairy. Oh, like, maybe she orchestrated the, her own death so that they would let Pan out of the box and, and shoot Henry and all this stuff. But oh, my. Maybe... My, I have two ideas on the shadow ripping from Blue Fairy. One is maybe Pan somehow needs her shadow, since she's a magical creature, in order to enact the curse. Or maybe the shadow is just going around trying to kill everybody who has magic. Well, I think it created a diversion and a panic so that Regina would take him down to the vault. So mm-hmm. he could get the curse. Yeah, that's true. But that makes her death a little bit senseless, I guess. And the way they've talked about her being so powerful it seems a little odd that she was able to be killed so easily and had no way to defend herself yeah Yeah, do you think she's dead dead because we didn't think greg was but he was right and uh, her shadow is gone i don't know it was such a bad last moment with tinkerbell oh yeah i could see though it was really the last thing she got to do in the show at all other than scream and die (laughs) i could see that maybe from here they're going to give tinkerbell a redemption storyline where she's going to get to believe in herself (laughs) read the place of the new fairy in storybrook (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's true yeah she could become mother superior Uh, For a second, I thought when they let what they thought was Pan out, they were going to push him across the town line. I was like, please don't do this, because that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. He's not cursed. Well, I was thinking that, too. But, yeah, that at least he wouldn't be able to use magic outside of the town. Well, that made sense. That that actually made sense. But I thought they were going to try to, like, convert him into some person who didn't know who he was. And that wasn't going to make any sense. Mm -hmm. I'm really wondering... What can they do with this new curse? Are they going to enact it? It feels a little bit like a reboot in order to come back to the same curse. But then again, it's also really cool to see them coming back to the thing that started the show. Yes. However, 
I don't really want to see it happen. Yeah, I doubt they'll actually get it this time. I mean, we saw them almost destroy Storybrooke, and I said I'd love to see them destroy Storybrooke for what it would do for the storyline. Here, I think this is going to be one of those things that, again, they're going to save the day at the last moment. The timer will say 007, you know, all of that kind of <laughs> stuff that they do. And they will save the town, prevent the curse from being enacted. Yeah, I hope so. On the other hand, they may want to explore giving everyone new personalities yet again, including Emma this time. That would be weird. It would be weird. I don't see where it would go is the problem. Because without any kind of safety valve or <laughs> whatever, there's nowhere for the plot to go. It's sort of just like, okay, mm-hmm. you're all cursed now. Congratulations. The end. Unless he casts it weekly and they can start to figure it out. But who wants to watch 11 episodes of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, they could make it fun, but I don't want that to be the whole rest of season three. Yeah. Yeah. And after today, we have one more episode before the winter hiatus. So there's going to be some kind of big cliffhanger in that next episode. Because this isn't going to be just like the last couple years. There have been a few weeks of a break or six weeks or so of a break. This is going to be 11, 12 weeks, something like that. It won't be back until sometime in March, I think, is when Once Upon a Time will be back. So we have this one more episode to go on and some kind of major cliffhanger, maybe enacting the curse. And we'll find out that maybe it wasn't successful because he didn't have the heart of the truest believer, which was something that Rumpel had to tell Regina. Do you want to know (laughs) the best way they could botch the whole thing? They go through the whole episode next week. They convince us that he's casting the curse. He casts it, and the curse cloud starts to form, and they're standing there watching it, and then the episode's over. And so we wait until March, and when it comes back, it goes up into the air, just like Regina's first attempt, and fizzles out. And Felix goes, you cast something, all right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it might do. (laughs) I could see them doing that, but I don't think they would. They would want to... Oh, the fans would hate that because it would be such a letdown of here's something big happening and oh, it wasn't actually happening. (laughs) That's like waking up and discovering that the whole thing was a dream. Worst storytelling tactic ever. That's what I want the end of the series to be, actually. (laughs) Not really. Hey, let me tell you, though, what is an awesome dream for us that we wake up to. And we love doing the podcast and hearing from so many of you. And we certainly want your feedback for our upcoming full discussion. I'll tell you more about how you can send that later. But I want to thank several people who have donated to support this episode of One's Podcast. Steve Johnston, David Newland, Lisa Slack, Julia Portella, and DJ Firewolf. It's Johnson, isn't it? Steve it is. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> A little tea got in there. <laughs> Maybe he's British. That's why I said tea. Sorry, I'm drinking tea I spilled. I spilled on your name. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> So, Steve, David, Lisa, Julia, and DJ, thank you so much for your support to donate to the episode of the podcast. It really helps because it does cost quite a bit to run the podcast every month. Maybe I should put that number out there, but it's it's a few hundred dollars to run the podcast every month. So, we really, really appreciate the sponsorship, the support, and thank you. All of these, all five of these are subscribers, so they've set up to donate automatically 
every single month. Some of them, you hear their name more often than others because they donate more. Others, you hear their name just once a month because they donate less. We're so grateful for all of the donations. So please, if you'd like to consider donating to support an episode of One's Podcast, go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor. And big thanks, Steve, David, Lisa, Julia, and DJ. What uh, I think surprised me with this episode was some of the backstory that we got in Enchanted Forest. Mm -hmm. And a little bit of it, I'm thinking objectively here, well, critically, whatever. A little (laughs) bit of it, I thought was just like, "Uh, really? More of this? Well, this time it wasn't Regina trying to attack attack Snow and Charming. It was the other way around. I did like to get, I did like getting to see the day of the wedding from someone else's perspective. Yeah. Because in the second episode, the, uh, which was called The Thing You Love Most, mm-hmm. we got to see Regina's perspective of as right. soon as she got back from the wedding. And I was worried that they were going to take us there again and show something different that had yeah. happened differently. But it was good. Yeah. I liked it. And it answered a good question. That question is, now we know for certain Emma was conceived after the wedding. <laughs> So good job, guys, not fornicating. Oh, my. <laughs> That's hilarious. I did, I, yeah, I did think they were going to be like, like, Snow's motivation was like, was I pregnant? So that's why I want to go after Medusa. I thought, nah, it's kind of not the way I want to have the story of Snow White and Prince Charming be. I stay away from spoilers as much as possible. Until we've done our podcast about an episode. So after we did our podcast about the last episode of Once Upon a Time, then I allowed myself to see the preview uh, that was shown on TV, but I didn't go out and dig up spoilers or anything like that. And from the preview, I saw Medusa, but I think I saw only her head. So I thought, they're bringing Ursula back. Cool. Yeah, they did have similar faces. Different voices, I think, though. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's funny. Aliascape in the chat room pointed out they were actually already married <laughs> before that wedding anyway. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that wedding was just the public thing. I forgot about that momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed going back to that. In fact, the way they timed the switch to Regina saying she would destroy their happiness made us laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. right after yes. they're congratulating <laughs> or thanking her publicly finally by the way they finally did the right thing saw regina standing off to the side after one of her assists in a victory mm-hmm. and acknowledged her and then they switched to that it was great and maybe they'll invite her to dinner finally <laughs> <laughs> yeah only this time it was henry not inviting everybody else but not really Henry. Oh, I, I loved Eric uh, chopping the fish <laughs> as Ariel was coming up. Okay, that was the most anticlimactic reunion yeah. ever. Yeah. I think they, it was like they just didn't have time for it. I mean, it was fine. I don't know what else I expected, but did he say anything other than Ariel? No. He didn't even, they didn't even talk. <laughs> Ariel. Was like that's what he said he must hate me or whatever and then it's kind of like no smooch and then yeah 
Yeah, and then the ship was back, so I guess they were distracted, and he's probably thinking, good grief, the whole town has to come out. I can't even have a moment alone with Ariel (laughs) after all these years, and now everybody's hugging everybody. Can we go back to kissing? But we did call it when we were theorizing that wouldn't it be (laughs) terrible irony if he worked at the fish cannery? Yes. And hey, guess what? He did. Other things that stood out to this episode, um, to me, seeing Hook maybe moving on from Emma, maybe kind of maybe pursuing Tink. I could see that happening. The curse does happen. I don't think it will. I don't think so. But if it does, do you think it would be the whole people pairing up with people they aren't supposed to be with? Yeah. Which would be really irritating at this stage in the game. I don't think it would last long even if it does happen. Let's put it that way. Like, not even the rest of next season, most likely. They're moving things along much more quickly than I would have expected. I'm so happy that they already already figured the Henry thing out this episode. Yeah. I, I like how they did still move the story along quickly and not hang it out there for a long, long time. Yes. Because we'd probably have to put them in Pandora's box. <laughs> we would love to have your thoughts and theories about this episode of Once Upon a Time. And here's how you can send that to us. Send an email with a subject line for the episode title, which is The New Neverland. Send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. And we'd love to hear from you to include your feedback in our upcoming full discussion of the episode when we'll have sound clips and screenshots and deeper theories and your feedback which we'll do live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And you can get all of this information of how to connect with us and send us your theories and feedback at oncepodcast.com. Anything else, initial reactions about this episode? Welcome home, everybody, by the way. What if if they (laughs) kill pan in henry's body and robbie k takes the role of henry from now on oh that would be weird i think it would be very weird but they're both doing a great job robbie is 19 or 18 or 19 yeah yeah i think he's 19 playing younger but it's harder to play that age so his voice won't change that's true his voice has already changed that's true for the most part and chat room's letting us know that he turned 18 a couple months ago. And at that age, he won't grow up visibly as fast as Henry would. So True. they could do something crazy like that. Oh, that would be so weird. I was even just surprised at how quickly Hook or uh, Neil gave him a hug. But maybe they had to cut out some things because episodes can only be 43 minutes. They're on a hard deadline of cutting an episode. So uh, maybe there was stuff that we didn't get to see where they explained the whole Henry thing, which maybe was just unnecessary for us to see because we understood it. Yeah. 
So we've got some, oh, I don't know which direction this could go with the curse because that is such a wild card. No. I know. There's one episode to wrap that up. That's why. I don't know. Yeah, it could go either way. I, the, it's either the cliffhanger mm-hmm. or it just adds some true threat to solve other than even beyond saving Henry. Right. Some reason for everybody in the town to really care. Something that keeps us from saying, oh gosh, it saved Henry again because we just thought we did that and it wasn't over. But yeah. What if this happens though? What if Pan enacts the curse and it backfires and the entire once upon a time audience forgets that the show exists <laughs> no um, but you know the curse did curse everyone in that land but here he would probably confine it to storybrook but what if it actually <laughs> instead of cursing everyone in storybrook and freezing time there what if it actually takes them all back to enchanted forest See, that would be really weird. And maybe they remember their original selves, but they don't remember everything that's happened since then. That would be really awkward for Emma. She'd like lay on the ground and cry. (laughs) She might find a way (laughs) of fitting in. She might, but if she's forgotten everything since she was a newborn, that would be kind of weird. I don't know. I, I always find it interesting when they do things like this, like... I mean, I guess Rumpel would be the one to know, but he's so sure of what would happen if it were cast again in Storybrooke. That's just a little... He didn't even have to think about it. It's like, does that mean it's always hardwired to come to this world? And so if they're already here, all it has to do is the memory erasing bit. Hmm. I don't know. know. Some cool things that could come from this. I'm guessing that most of our feedback will be on this point, and that's okay. Because we'd love to hear your thoughts and theories. You can also join our forums over at onespodcast.com slash forums. But all the contact information for us is on the website. Please send us your theories of what's going to happen from now. What do you think is happening with some of these things that we saw? And we'd love for you to be part of the podcast by sending in your feedback. One other thing that you could do that really encourages us and helps other people find the podcast is write a review for us in iTunes by going to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes, just like the Wiz Kid from the United States of America did in iTunes. And we're really grateful for the kind reviews. So please go over to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes and rate a review, and we'd really appreciate that. You can also check out our uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland podcast if you're interested in watching that show as well. So until next time, please make sure that you're following us on Twitter and following the blog as well and the forums and everything that we're doing. We're on Twitter at Once Podcast, and I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And until next time, remember... I am devilishly handsome. (laughs) And thanks for listening. One's Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think 
laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of One's Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, then please go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor.